WildTalkRadio.com. The following program is not intended for children. It contains mild language, violence, sexual innuendo, wink, wink, brief nudity, and deals with mature themes that some may find offensive. Parental discretion is advised. The Wild Talk Radio Network now presents the evolution in online sports entertainment. Hey, everybody, this is X Pack with D Generation X. Hey, this is the rated R superstar, a.k.a. Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge. This is everyone's favorite wrestler and mine, Rob Van Dam. You're listening to me because you are listening to Wrestle Talk Radio. Wrestle Talk Radio. Who's ready for story time, baby? Hosted by Tim Stein. Best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. The intern Kane Kittens. I am the best in the world at everything I do. Special guest host this week, local indie wrestler, Keishi Matsunaga. I'm better than you, and you know it. And the producer, Sir Rockin'. Acknowledge me. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Don't stop listening or I will find you. I know where you live. I have Google Earth. (laughs) WTR Sunday Night. And remember, it's okay to play with yourself. As long as you have an action figure. Move that jump and out the sky. Are you Mysterio? Here we go. When the mask out, the girls that get yeah. out the point to smack yeah. out. Better tap out. Go off the top ropes to look out below. Look the next thing you know, you'll be on the floor. What you gonna do when you're on your back? From a mean body slam, oh, I'll damn you whack. You like. It's Sunday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another edition of WTR Sunday Night Russell Talk Radio Live, right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Streaming live at wildtalkradio.com and twitch.tv slash WTR Live. If you have that Amazon Prime and like ad free content, click that purple rectangular button below the screen. Take Jeff Bezos' money and give it to us. We like money. Yeah. You can also use credit code RocketSock in the Fortnite M tab with the brand new battle passes that are out right now. So do the thing. Hashtag have a partner. I'm the producer, Sir Rocket. That's the intern king, kittens. We are on the road to Rafflemania. Yeah. And we're going to talk a lot about Rafflemania. Just not this year's Rafflemania. We, we have, we have Rafflemania as a... Uh, Santino would say, in, in a couple of different forms, just not our current one. No, just not our c- current one. But there is some current things involved. There are. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get it's there. Fun. We'll get there. It's fun. We got fun and excitement tonight. We, we plan out shows. And we also have the one and only Tim Stein. Yeah, I'm up. I'm up. What's up? What's going on? Hello? Hello? Who's Tim, this? it's time for pudding. New computer. Who's this? Pudding? Did you say pudding? Yes, it's it's time for pudding in your pills. Pudding in my pills? And your pills. That's what I said. Pudding in my pills? No, I yeah. don't think so. Yes. No. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to WTR, Sunday Night Rose Talk Radio Live, right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network, streaming on Twitch. If uh, you're listening anywhere in the world uh, right now, you can join us in the live interactive chat room, twitch.tv slash WTR. Live, 
And no, I didn't just wake up. I've been up since like six o'clock this morning. Long story. I'm very tired and I'm grumpy. Um, so I need to talk to the manager. Uh, aren't you okay, the manager? Chelsea. Aren't you the manager? Oh, wait a minute. So I should talk to myself? Yes. I, I mean, See, that's, that's part what, of the that's what, that's what, what's his name should do is just promote her to, uh, to being like a manager. God. That would be an interesting uh, segment. I think we may get there at some point down the road. Uh, God, that'd be, that'd be something else. Co -ma Co General Manager, Chelsea Green. Uh, it, it has a nice ring to it. It really, really does. It'd be different. It will be, in fact, different. Different it would be, yes. So we came in to Ray Mysterio's music, and we found out on Friday Night Smackdown he's headed to the Hall of Fame. But he's not retired yet. What the hell? This would be the second active member of the WWE roster to go into the Hall of Fame. The first one was Ric Flair, who then retired the next night after losing to Shawn Michaels. Is this the end of Rey Mysterio in active? I would say in any kind of full-time capacity. I don't I... see him hanging up the um, hanging up the um, uh, the lucha mask anytime soon, though. Let me see, when the heck did he... Okay, he debuted with the WWE on two, in 2002. But he and did, before that... He was in WCW and ECW and everywhere else. He's been around for 30... He debuted with ECW in 1995. He's been around a long time and has had no, I don't many... how long ago 1995 was until I do the math. Yeah, because... don't, do, don't do the math. Shit. It's, 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 it's a minute. It's been a I, was, I, I walked out on my wife in 1995. Hey, 28 years. I just, I, Rock, I know. I just had I to said say. don't do the math. Oh, I I was already doing the math, and it's... Why did you uh, do the math? You don't do that, but well, you, you, you just don't take direction. I'm the intern. I have to do the math. Yeah, but you didn't have to. Yes, I did. No, uh, no one asked you to do it. I but... think he's trying to allude to the fact it's a compulsion. Now, to be fair, to be Ray's knees are only 12 years old. Are we um, sure? Are we sure these knees are 12? Maybe. These knees might, might not even be in their tweens yet. I, I mean, his ankle is only about five months old, so. <clears throat> so what's your favorite Ray Mysterio memory? Is it wrong to say getting lawn darted by the NWO? <laughs> <laughs> is it wrong? It's not wrong. You could come up with others. It, it's one of those things, like, when you say Rey Mysterio, one of the first thoughts in your head was Kevin Nash picking him up and just putting him headfirst into the production truck. I didn't say it was a great moment. It's just the first moment. That I did say it was, I did say favorite. I didn't, you know, quantify it any other way. I just, I said favorite. <laughs> Sometimes oh. watching your favorite get their ass kicked and launched into an RV, I mean, or a trailer, you know. Yeah. Speaking of launching, my favorite uh, thing with Rey Mysterio was his old WWE entrance when he would shoot up through the floor. <laughs> Before he he had to replace his knees. When he was which, actually... Which the, set? <laughs> which set? When, no, when he was the actually... first time. Who is that guy jumping actually out of the sky? He was yeah. R-E-Y. Mysterio. That's that's the old uh, the old ring entrance music to to it as well, yeah. Yeah, and I mean one of the other memories that is always going to be synonymous with Rey Mysterio is involving his son, and I don't mean the current storyline. I mean no, the no. original storyline, <laughs> the Dominic on a pole match when Eddie started screaming to, about Vicky when he got launched off that ladder. Mm -hmm. 
though, God damn it, Vicky! Though Dom throwing out I wish I was Eddie's son or something to that effect on SmackDown was a really good yeah, line. I, I wish I really was Eddie's son. It's like, oh! Ah, that was a good line. Damn. Go right for it. Hell of a callback, but Jesus. Like, we may never get the Ray versus Dom match, because I don't think Ray really wants to face him until it's the very end. I which, think he may put his son over at that point. Which may be WrestleMania. It could be WrestleMania, but I think, if anything, they're doing a smart move by having the proxy fight him right now. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's for the build. You got it. It's got to be Ray Dom at Mania. Uh, have the have the final match at, at SummerSlam. I told I told Rock <sighs> what I want the WrestleMania match to be. Tell him Dom fighting Ray for Ray's Hall of Fame spot. Shit. No. Just picture the heat if Dominic wins and Ray does if Ray's not like fully able to be inducted. That I would really be hate to um, admit that that would be kind of funny. That would be amazing. The crowd would hate him even more than they do right now, especially in Los Angeles. They would. <laughs> they 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 would in fact hate him, but I, I don't see that one actually happening. No, it won't happen. It was it's just it's one of those horrible ideas that I have late at night that I'm like, this would be actually a funny kind of thing to try. Mm-hmm. You really have to lay off the Coca Cola late at night. Right. I haven't had I haven't had soda in like seven years, so mm. <laughs> not normally. This is this is just natural me. That's the scary thing. That's, that is the it, scary thing. It's just me. It's you. <laughs> just you. I recommend. I would recommend uh, you start drink uh, uh, drinking shots of uh, Crown Royal Apple whiskey. So Conan will be the one inducting Ray into the Hall of Fame. God, you mean he's gonna like sober up long enough to do it? Yes. I mean, I've met we, I've met Conan on more than one occasion, and all I can tell you is every time he walks by, with that little gust of a breeze that that happens when somebody walks past you, it is unavoidable that you get a contact buzz. Hmm. To be fair, the, the only thing that smells more like cannabis than Conan walking by is a marijuana plant. So RVD. Got it. No, even more than RVD. To be fair, I think we all know who would have inducted Ray had he still been around. Yeah. And I don't I don't think you can get Vicky to do it because No. Cause... I don't want to hear her talk. <laughs> no, you don't get Vicky. She and they wouldn't let her do it anyhow. I'm, I mean, she may be free here in about a week or two. We don't know. No, July. She's free like in July. July. Okay. July. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But but other than that, yeah, the question would be who would be someone to induct Ray aside from someone like Conan? But Conan makes the most sense. He has the most history with Ray all the way back to ECW, WCW. He's the one who brought him into the States. He is. You mean the filthy animal connection as well? I was going beyond, like, actual personal connection. He's the one who got him into the States and everything like True. that. True. It makes the most sense. And, yeah. So Ray's going in. Other names could be announced as early as tomorrow on Raw. Well, I heard well, Hogan was champion- championing a, a set of names. Yeah, but that's Hogan. What influence does he have in 2023? Brother, brother, sure. Oh, brother. We'll say he, he, he may have the inside track. I know Foley's been asked to induct somebody. Oh. He said he got a call from someone he hasn't heard from in a while to induct them. Hmm? Who would be going in that Nick would induct? 
there's speculation that it's a female that could be in, he could be inducting. So we'll see. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> no, no, not, not Ronda Rousey. It was a bad joke. Never mind. Move I on. know. Um, so we'll see. See how that goes. But we have some fun topics to get into tonight. <laughs> we have homework. We've had homework. We, we had a topic we were going to do a couple weeks ago when last time we were live. But we did not get around to that. We'll get to that one afterwards. Because I really want to do this one. It's called Then Versus Now. We're going to recreate a card from past WrestleMania from the first 20 years. And by replacing one person in each match with a person from the current WWE roster. Three well, of us. I cheated on mine, so when it's my turn, I'll tell you what the cheat code is. Cool, already cheating on it. That's a fantastic. Alright, so... Oh, this is a great cheat. You'll like it. We'll see. So, we each have a different WrestleMania that we chose to, to, to do for this one. We're going to start with Brent, and then... <laughs> We're going chronological. Awesome. And we're going to start with Brent, and uh, we'll go from there. So, Brent, what WrestleMania did you choose to All right. Rebook? So... We're this WrestleMania is taking place where Rock SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California, Hollywood. Okay, Los Angeles. So when I was looking at the the twenty years that we were given, mm-hmm. twenty being the furthest that we could go, I was kind of looking, and one stood out to me, and I looked, and I was like, "Wait, this one was in L.A. I think I'll go with this because there's also some good matchups that could come from it, and I didn't want to be too modern." I wanted to try and like take it from or take it as far away from the uh, current roster as possible, so that there wasn't as much overlap as we could possibly have. Mm-hmm. So I went with WrestleMania Seven. Okay. From Los Angeles. All right. Let's see what you got. All right. So I didn't do the pre-show, which was Coco Beware versus the Brooklyn Brawler, because pre-shows just don't give a shit. Okay. So the. So the first matchup on the original card was the Rockers, so Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, taking on Barbarian and Haku. So I dropped Barbarian and Haku, and I replaced it with a very good opening matchup, I think, the Street Profits. Okay. So we, have the, we have the Rockers versus the Street Profits. A nice way to kick off this show. You've got some high flyers there. You've got, you know, nice kinetic energy to kind of get the crowd into it. Okay. That so, It'd be a fun match. Yeah, it would be a good match, especially young Sean and uh, Montez being able to square off in the ring. Ooh, that would be fun. So then moving into our second match, we have Dino Bravo taking on the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich. I dropped Dino, and I figure since we have a second-generation wrestler, I wanted to supplement it with a second-generation wrestler on the current roster. So uh, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes takes on... Kerry Von Erich. Okay. So we have Texas versus Georgia. You know, family lineages there. Kind mm-hmm. of a fun little matchup. The next match was another... This is a lot of singles and tag team matches. I'm just going to warn you, because that's all this card was. That's, that's what most cards are. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and there's also no females, which kind of limited some of the stuff I could do as well. Um. So the next singles match was the British Bulldog versus the Warlord. I dropped the Warlord. And uh, Davey Boy's... Uh, Chest is going to become dog food because I'm putting Gunther in that match. All right. like that. A little international flair there and, you know, two beefy guys beating the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. So next up was the WWF World Tag Team title match. We have the champions, the Hart Foundation, Brett and Jim, and I dropped the Nasty Boys from that match. And I wanted to, you know, match <clears throat> up styles. I wanted to match up sizes. I wanted to match up 
country. So uh, the Hart Foundation is taking on Sammy and Kevin. Okay. I figure you've got you've got you know a smaller kind of faster guy, and then you've got your your big beefy dude that that can tag in for a hot tag would be a good matchup. The battle for Canada. Okay. Next up was the blindfold match, Jake Roberts versus Rick Martell. Wait a minute, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just going back to your battle of Canada, West versus East. There we go. Just to point that out to you, because Brett and Jim came out of Calgary, and uh, Sammy and KO are, of course, from Quebec. The country of Quebec. <clears throat> so that next was a little up we insider had, for Canadians. Next up, we had the blindfold match. We had Jake Roberts taking on Rick Martell. Um, I- I'm sorry, I'm dropping the model. That but, match sticks in my head because it's stuck in my craw. It but was so I, bad. I wanted someone to face Jake that could play the mind games that Jake did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, he's going to face the White Rabbit. Okay. Just picture Jake sitting there with the bag on his head trying to feel around and Bray just sitting there with the bag on his head doing the spider walk. That would be a fun visual. Yeah. So, next up, I have a caveat on this one. Oh, always with you. It, well, okay, look, I, I'll explain it as I go. So, the next matchup was The Undertaker taking on Jimmy Snuka. <clears throat> and this is, you know, young Taker, you know, really spry, can move around, really good, you know, for a big guy. And for this, I want to put someone in the ring that can kind of help him out, another big guy that can move. And so, I'm putting him in there with Bloodline Roman Reign. I understand these two faced off at a WrestleMania, but... I want the match of Roman from the bloodline taking on Young Taker because, dear God, it would be better than the match we got (laughs) involving Young Roman and Old Taker. This is true. And I figure Roman right now and Young, you know, younger Mark Calloway in this kind of match could have been so good. Besides, Taker was still a little green for this, so Roman could kind of help him along if needed. At least green with the WWE F at the time. Okay. The next match was a career-ending match with the Ultimate Warrior taking on Randy Savage. Um, For this, I I want the match to go longer than five minutes, so I'm sorry, Warrior, you're going to be on the sidelines for this one. And so I was thinking, who is someone that I could get that has the charisma of Randy Savage, but yet would need someone to counteract Queen Sherry in the match as well. So I'm putting Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch into the match. Okay. And I'm just imagining the utter sass of Seth Rollins taking on the utter crazy of the Macho King in this match, and I'm totally here for it. (laughs) Uh, Next up was a tag team match. It was Demolition, Crush, and Smash taking on uh, 10- Tenru and Kitao, uh, a Japanese team. Um, for this, I mean, if we've got Demolition, who was one of the longest reigning tag teams, I want to play some against one of the best tag teams of this era, so they get to face the Usos. Okay. And without Axe there, you have a little bit more movement, a little bit more mobility. The Usos can be a little bit more high flyer, so it'd be a little bit like the Rockers kind of facing them, but more, you know, Samoan in nature. <clears throat> Next up, uh, Mr. Perfect was defending his Intercontinental title against the Big Boss Man. I'm sorry, Ray, you you are not challenging for the title in this match. And for Mr. Perfect, I just want a nice, good, sustained wrestling match. So uh, AJ versus Mr. Perfect. Okay. Next up, singles match, uh, Greg Valentine versus Earthquake. Greg is getting the night off, and so I'm placing Earthquake against Bronson Reed. Again, two beefy guys beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. Plus, Earthquake had some good mobility for himself, and I figure Bronson could kind of match him step for step. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
This one, this one is just going to have guys beat the beat the other other utter living hell out of each other. The Legion of Doom, they are not facing Power and Glory. They're facing the Banger Bros. Okay. Hawk and Animal versus McIntyre and Sheamus. There will be blood. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have three more matches. I'm breezing through them. Uh, Ted DiBiase versus Virgil. Um, I don't think anyone really wants to see Virgil. <laughs> so to match up against Ted DiBiase, I want someone who may not have the money, but has just the air about him to match Ted DiBiase, especially in L.A. So I'm putting Ted against The Miz. Okay. Uh, the next one was a singles match, Tito Santana versus The Mountie. I'm adjusting this slightly. I'm going to have a triple threat. Tito Santana, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar. Kind of breaking, kind of breaking the rules there. Okay, fine. Tito versus Santos. There. There you go. He's fighting for the honor of Ray. It's then versus now, and then finally the WWF World Heavyweight Championship match. Sergeant Slaughter was taking on Hulk Hogan during the Iraq War. There was all that hostility. It was you know defending USA. So I mean, if we have to, de- if we have to put someone from now into there. I've got to keep slaughtering because he was the champion. So if I got to put someone rah rah, if I got to put someone to replace Hogan to defend the USA's honor, I mean, there's only one person you can really put in that match, and it's hustle, loyalty, respect, John F. and Cena. Because I mean, he already did it against Rusev. So he might as well do it against Slaughter. He has been there and done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was my redone WrestleMania 7. I think there's some really good matches on there that we may want to see. And I tried to keep the kind of overall theme of some of the matches intact. Yeah, that's pretty good. Tim, do you want to be the last one or do you want to go now? Oh, go ahead. Let's hear what you got. All right. We did WrestleMania 20. That's what I did. So originally it was John Cena versus Big Show for the U.S. title. Well, we're going to keep Cena in, but we need another big guy. So we're going to replace the big moment where Cena beats Big Show with, with Cena beating Omos. Big guy. Cena gets to FU a big guy in, in Omos. No Omos for Omos. The world tag team titles were on the line. RVD and yeah. Bo- Booker T took on Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak, the Dully Boys, and La Resistance. We're getting rid of Garrison Cade and, and, and stuff, and replacing them with the Viking Raiders. Okay. So RVD Booker, Viking Raiders, Dullies, and La Resistance. We had Christian battling Chris Jericho. Christian stays, but we replaced Y2J with Seth freaking Rollins. We had a handicap three-on-two match, Evolution taking on the Rock and Sock Connection, and clearly we're not getting rid of the Rock and Sock Connection. Why not? Because <laughs> we're going to throw in another trio. The New Day versus the Rock and Sock Connection. They that would, would be barking out so hard about that would that be, match, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. They would. They would bark. They would fucking <laughs> sell like crazy for that match. Then you had your obligatory Playboy evening gown match. Tori Wilson and Sable taking on Miss Jackie and Stacey Keebler. I forgot they had these matches back then, Jesus. They did. Replacing Stacey Keebler and Miss Jackie would be Carmella and Chelsea Green. Figured that would fit there. They could make that the, work. You mean the only fans <laughs> in the match at that point? That would work. 
Um, we then have the Cruiserweight Open, Chavo Guerrero taking on Akio, Billy Kidman, Fundaki, Jamie Noble, Nunzio, Rey Mysterio, Shannon Moore, Tajiri, and Ultimo Dragon. So I replaced a few people. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. No, you added on making a, you changed the mat. I changed people and left the amount of people the same. But your rule was one person. But you changed the match. Okay. Difference. Chavo Guerrero takes on Santos Escobar, Billy Kidman, Funaki, Jamie Noble, Johnny Gargano, Rey Mysterio. Mysterio, Tommaso Ciampa, Tajiri, and Ultimo Dragon. You kept my Rey Mysterio in there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm replacing Rey Mysterio with Rey Mysterio. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, wait. The next one's going to be fun. So you had Goldberg taking on Brock Lesnar. That match. So we're taking out Brock, leaving Goldberg. So we need a big, strong, powerful dude to go up against Goldberg. And at that point, Brock was two years into the business on the rise. So we replaced a guy him with a guy who's on the rise now, Braun Breaker. Goldberg and Braun Breaker. I thought you were going to say Commander Aziz. No. God, no. <laughs> I mean, he's on the rise. He's on the I rise, know. but no. We put Braun Breaker, NXT <laughs> champion Braun Breaker in that match. Have Braun go over on that one. We then had... The WWE Tag Team Titles. Too Cool taking on the world's greatest tag team, Sheldon Benjamin and Charlie Haas, the Passion Brothers, and the APA. We removed two teams and placed them with two others. We got the Usos taking on the world's greatest tag team, taking on the Street Profits, taking on the APA. That would be a good four-way. Dude, just I'm, I'm just trying to picture Montez Ford selling the clothesline from hell. Right? So we then had Hair versus Title for the women's title. Victoria taking on molly holly we're gonna get remove molly holly who unfortunately got her head shaved molly holly saves her hair this time out and we put nikki cross in there instead <laughs> crazy versus nikki, crazy yeah. nikki would shave her own head yeah yeah that would work <laughs> we then had the wwe title eddie guerrero taking on kurt angle we're gonna keep eddie guerrero in and replace Kurt Angle with drew mcintyre that'd be a good one we then have the undertaker versus kane long-standing rivalry but we get rid of kane put another big man in there braun Strowman versus the undertaker okay and then your main event was redacted versus Shawn michaels versus triple h for the world heavyweight title we remove redacted and put in the phenomenal aj style so aj versus hbk versus versus triple h think about it think about it yeah h and sean still in their prime Mm Mm-hmm. aj seasoned that would that that could turn out. That really would good. be a banger. So that's WrestleMania. All right, Tim. Directed the one glaring error that was involved yeah. in WrestleMania 20. It will, it will no longer say on the Peacock headline. Triple H defends the world heavyweight title, <laughs> but against who? Anyway, now t- for your for your uh, Braun Breaker versus Goldberg match, you'd still have Steve Austin as a special guest referee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Tim. What's your mania? Tim. Tim. WrestleMania time? Tim. Think with us, Tim. Anyone know where Tim went? Anyone? Anyone? I, I thought it was your turn I to watch him. There's Tim. Tim. No, I think that was my echo. No, his, he lit up for a second. We lost Tim. So I'm going to go find Tim. Why you go find Tim? Remember to use credit code Rock and Socket before night. I am Shopkins, hashtag Epic Partner. Hello! Jesus. And if you have Amazon Prime, like it to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangle button below the screen. Tim, what WrestleMania Hello? did you pick? Hello? Yeah, hi. Yeah, Tim, what WrestleMania did you pick? Can you hear me now? Yes, we heard you. That's why I'm telling you to go. All right, so, Mike, I, I don't know what happened. My question was, Rock. Yes. As far as you're concerned, when it comes to bad WrestleManias, name one of the oh. worst. 11. 11. Okay, how, uh, uh, where would you rank WrestleMania 13? Um, mid. 
I, I would oh, say nine's yeah. also right there. Okay. So, Brent, where are you ranking Mania 13? Uh, I'd put 13 above nine. I'd say nine was worse. <clears throat> okay. I'd pick WrestleMania 13. Okay. Now, there's one match I didn't touch because you can't approve on it. You can't do anything about it. And, of course, it's, it's, it's a classic. And it's one of the best matches of all times between um, these two guys. Rocky Maivia and the Sultan? No. No, no it's a Bret Hart but match. Because I, that, because I kept this one match in, I added a match. That's not how this is going. You're not, we're not yeah, adding matches. I, you can't, I you have down. to. I still, I still did it. No, replace Bret or Austin. You have to replace Bret or Austin if you're going to do this. Not happening. That's God, what I a cop out. Okay. Now, now, in 1997, the women's roster in WWE consisted of two women wrestlers. Okay. The rest were valets and Linda McMahon. The two women wrestlers were Luna Vachon and China. So your opening match is China versus Rhea Ripley. That's, such, that's not the rules of this game. That's your opening match. Call it the pre-show. I don't give a fuck. I added that. That's what it is. Replace Bret or Austin. Let's go. It's not happening. Replace the ref. You. Replace the ref. Then do something to the match. Okay, Brett and Stone Cold special guest referee, um, Kurt Angle. He's not an active member of the WWE roster. All right, just go. Give me your card. <laughs> God, anyway. it's, this is such an easy game, and you got you. you ugh, anyway, I changed. I, I I did what um, what James T. Kirk did. I I changed the rules. Who's James T. Kirk? Captain Kirk from Star Trek. What is Star Trek? You're an idiot. Anyway, I didn't keep the names of the wrestlers I replaced for this. Okay. But Billy Gunn, who did he take on? Flash Funk. Okay, I got rid of Flash Funk and uh, inserted Sheamus. Okay. And then uh, for the next match, you got the Headbangers versus... Um, Furnace and Lafon uh, versus the new Blackjacks versus Rocky Maivia. Huh? Ro Rocky Maivia was in his own match. Oh, wait a minute. It was the Headbangers taking on Furnace and Lafon, taking on the Godwins, taking on the new Blackjacks. Yeah, that's it. Who did Rocky face? It's the Sultan. That's okay. So, well, something got screwed up. Okay. I gotta, I gotta pick somebody to take on Rocky Maivia. All right, we'll get there. Let's so, finish. Let's get to this four-way. Versus, okay, yeah, uh, Headbangers versus the Furnace and LaFon versus the new Blackjacks. I inserted um, AJ and uh, Gallows and Anderson. What? What is what? What? That, 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 it's a four-way tag match. You added three people to a tag match. AJ is just at ringside. He's not in the match itself. So you're just saying the OC. The OC, okay. Yeah, versus the OC. Okay, next. Uh-oh, broken. Anyway, um... Okay, who did Rocky Maivia face again? The he Sultan. faced the, the, the Sultan. Sultan. Okay, well, uh, here it is. Rocky Maivia gets to face um, Roman Reigns. For the Intercontinental title. Got it. Yep. Okay. And then Triple H, who did he Who did he take on? Goldust. Gold We're getting rid of Goldust and inserting uh, his little brother, Cody. <laughs> okay. Owen Hart and the... Owen Hart and the British Bulldog faced Mankind, Mankind Invader. Mankind Invader are gone, and the Street Profits are uh, taking them on. Okay, because since you clearly can't remove Bret Hart or Steve Austin from a match, I'm not. That no, that match is untouchable. It just, it just is. So your special guest referee for that match is Brock Lesnar. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. There you go. Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom. Originally faced the Nation of Domination in a Chicago street fight. Yep. So the Nation of Domination is gone, and 
and in their places, Omos and the Usos. Have this okay? Sure. Yep. Sure. Give me all. Give me Omos versus Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, that five star (laughs) banger. Yep. No, it's the Legion of Doom versus the Usos that's carrying this match. Relax. But it's Ahmed Johnson and and you. And, and Omos. Brock, Brock, if you want a better idea, Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom versus Judgment Day. Could just put Solo in there, but it's Sims card. He's booking. <laughs> okay, I was just, I was trying to offer something to keep that might the, keep the satisfy family. your mind a little bit. Oh, no. Alright, Tim, what's your main event for the WWF title? Uh, initially, it was Undertaker taking on Psycho Sid. Hey, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting rid of Sid, and Undertaker is facing Drew McIntyre. Okay. Yeah. You, you couldn't remove Brett or Austin. Okay. Interesting. I told you I wasn't going to touch that match. No. So that's our WrestleMania then versus now redo. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um, My brain kind of hurts after that one. But let's talk more about WrestleMania and how you, we could change the course of professional wrestling history. The objective. What are some WrestleMania outcomes that you wish could have ended? I don't know. Differently. Oh, I got one. Okay, Tim, what's one? When Yokozuna beat Brett and Hogan came out to beat Yokozuna, uh-huh. I get rid of Hogan. No Hogan. Okay. And how would that have changed things? I don't know. Okay. It would have extended the feud between Brett and Yoko. Okay, so let's play this what if game. What if I, I have I have two. We'll get we're gonna get to you. Okay. We're gonna get to you. We're let's let's play out Brent, let's play this game, shall we? What if Bret Hart beat Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man match? How would that have changed things? Okay. Would Shawn not have broken his back against The Undertaker and been able to, I don't know, stay around for the Attitude Era? It's possible. Would would Shawn not have lost his smile and therefore vacated the title? Because he felt the pressure of being champion, which led him down the spiral of drugs. and He he also didn't want to drop the title to Bret. He didn't want to drop the title back to Bret. He ended up dropping at the Sid. That match would have never happened. We would have never seen, you know, the boyhood dream never would have fi- came true in the manner it did. It would have changed the course of his career. He may have not been as great as he was. He may have not been the Hall of Famer because he never got that big breakout moment. And Brett would have just chugged along and never went to WCW. That's a what-if scenario. And that's ramifications of how it could change. Brett, what's one of you that you have? Um... Well, we can't do the streak. That was part of the That conditions. was the streak. We cannot touch the streak because that's the most obvious and easy answer to do. The um, mo- also, to answer chat, the Montreal screw job was WrestleMania. Was Survivor Series. Was Survivor Series. We're doing WrestleMania. There we go. Yeah. Um, the first one that I want to suggest is uh, originally Steve Austin went over Scott Hall at 18. Mm-hmm. What if Scott Hall had won that match? Really would have helped the NWO going forward. Right. Well, because also, don't forget, that was the Rock versus Hogan, where the crowd turned Hogan. Mm-hmm. And the Rock went along with it, because it, he he read the room and was like, shit, what I'm if, not going over. What if Hogan Let's, won that same night, too? Right. The, then the NWO would have had a foothold in the WWE. Mm-hmm. There would have been a faction that could have, you know, really kind of taken hold. Instead, what we got was... Scott Hall lost. Austin then walked out. Mm-hmm. And you had to all of a sudden pivot. So that's when Hogan turned face and got jumped by Hall and Nash. And the NWO just dissolved as quickly as it was trying to become a thing. Mm-hmm. So with that match, the entire, you know, it could have 
shaped, you know, the next two years in having a faction that could have been, you know, sitting at top of card and had homegrown or, you know, at least some WWE people trying to take on the NWO. Yeah, that that could have changed the course. Mm -hmm. Speaking of changing the course, what if Hogan never body slammed Andre the Giant at WrestleMania and Andre went over? Andre would have actually won a world title. Yeah, wouldn't that have been something? It, it, cause then Hulkamania didn't run wild. Everything now goes through Andre while his health was still good. Hogan would have to fight his way back into a title position. Who knows if Hulkamania would have taken off the way it did because you've now stunted the growth by not having him win the big moment for the, the big championship at WrestleMania 3 in front of the largest crowd they had to that point. Mm hmm. It would have changed the course of history. And that's kind of what the idea is. Like, you look at it going, huh, what if that actually happened? And how would that have changed things? Well, here's here's an interesting one. And, I mean, if you listen to this network, you know, what if Cena had actually put over Wyatt at 30? Credibility. Wyatt would have gotten a big win over John Cena on the biggest stage. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have set set up that idea of Bray has really good build, but can't finish. And it would have allowed someone to get over on John Cena for, you know, even just a bit. Just for a little bit, yeah. Because then, again, you would have established the Wyatt family as dangerous because they took down the lead guy. Yeah. But instead, we got Lol Cena wins, and it kind of set the Wyatt family up to hover in that mid-card level. Yeah, it, it kind of, they came in as a force. They dominated brought Daniel Bryan. And then now they were going to come in and take out John Cena. And then they recovered a little, but they never got the big win when it mattered over John Cena. Yep. Yes, Tim? What? I, no, 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 no. I thought you, I thought you had something. Um, no, I was, clearing, I was just clearing my throat because I had to clear my throat. Well, let's go to WrestleMania 14. And what if Kane beat The Undertaker? Streak ends there. No one would have thought about the streak by that point. It, it, it just was, so happened by 14. It was like, it, oh, it you just, know? It wasn't talked about as a thing. It just sort of, he was winning matches. What if Kane came in, won his big first WrestleMania match? I think it was his debut match or one of his early matches and beat The Undertaker. Would have changed the course of history for a long time. Yes, yeah, Taker cause... wouldn't have had the streak and it wouldn't have been the storyline of, you know, Sean taking on Taker at 25 would not have had the oomph that it did. That four-year period? No. Yeah, end of an era doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything, nope. It's it's fascinating, just one moment can change like 17 different things when you really think about it. Yeah, they call that the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What are other ones, Brett? Oh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I had like the two or three big ones, mm -hmm. but... You have Sting beating... Hunter. Oh yeah. If if they let Sting get the win over Triple H instead of having the nostalgia fest and you know putting another nail in the coffin of WCW, when it should have been Hunter versus Sting and not WWE versus WCW, which is what it which ended was really with. weird because Sting had the NWO come out and he was, I mean, aside from the Wolfpack, the one of the chief rivals of the NWO. Yeah, well, you know, him so, and Hogan, yeah, were a thing. Okay, I have a really weird one. Okay. What if Bart Gunn hadn't gotten knocked out? Bart Gunn would have been the star. Because remember, he won the Brawl for All, and his whole thing was just, yeah, he yeah. was going, like, you set him up as a legit fighter, and then he went in against Butterbean and lost in 35 seconds. They and were... it just 
killed him at that point. He was going to be a, be something. They were building him, and then they got knocked you out. Better, you put an end to that real quick. What did you get knocked out? Because they gotta he had got something. Knocked out. Didn't get up again. Because I mean, look at look at this one. I mean, I'm not going to put it on the same level, but you know what? Ten, fifteen years later, you had Lesnar as a legit fighter come in and essentially lay waste to people. Mm-hmm. So what happened if Bart Gunn, who had won, you know, won a legit fight against people, all of a sudden could start to be like, you know, yeah, you you build him up as not a hardcore Holly, but like an actual fighter. So let, let's play something out really quick, right? Okay. Let's go to WrestleMania 13. What if Steve Austin never passed out? And what if Steve Austin actually won the match and was not bleeding buckets? How would that change Steve Austin over Bret Hart? That would have negated the double turn mm-hmm. with Bret not being the heel in the USA and a hero everywhere else in the world. Bret would have stayed babyface, most likely. It would have altered Austin's trajectory, but only slightly overall. Mm-hmm. Austin would have been looked at less of the uh, the independent tweener style that he was. Because he got the win. And more of the villain badass. Mm-hmm. It would be, be on that, that. Building on that, you make him the bully instead of a cowardly heel. Now, some people might say, well, that was his character. He was a bully. No, he was a guy that didn't take shit from jackasses, which is, which you know, it's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't take shit from people, which is different than being a bully. Mm-hmm. But had Austin not passed out, gone on, got the pinfall, victory, as the heel, um, people would not have gone absolutely epic over him mm-hmm. the way they wound up doing. They still would love to hate him, but he would not wind up with, with merchandise sales through the roof. For one thing. So, I have a question about that. Okay. Would he would he have become the man of the people? No. That he, he was, that he became. Yeah, he was the blue collar anti-hero. He was the everyman hero. going up against his boss. If he was just a heel, what was yeah. the what would be the point of him going up against Vince? Vince versus Steve would not have happened. And there's your course of wrestling changed. Interesting. Your your one of your biggest arc of the Attitude Era would have not <clears throat> happened. If Steve had beaten Brett. Because the monumental moment is him passing out in a pool of his own blood, which made the people then care about him more, and Brett turned heel, and the rest was history. I think that's a good stopping point. That's it. That's all she wrote. We're done for this evening. Um, Don't forget, tomorrow immediately following Rot's The Post Show. It is The Raw Post Show live, 11 p.m. Eastern. Wow. Yes, Tim? I'm still working on the, the the time change that we went through overnight. Anyway, Thursday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, it's another edition of the multi-time, multi-award winning Rack Radio Show with Lindsay Ward, joined by Rock. So we're doing a tier list this Thursday. Just look at your calendar. You can figure out what the tier list is about. Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. Let me figure that one out. Yeah, of course, uh, Fortnite with Friends. Don't forget about that. Saturday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Fortnite with Friends. 11.30 p.m. Eastern is CB Radio Live. You can check out CB Radio Not So Live Live, where myself, 
Brent and Casey talked all things AEW Revolution. That is available to listen to right now. So check that out. Take a look at that. And of course, next Sunday night, 8 o'clock Mountain, 10 o'clock Eastern, uh, WTR Live returns. Well, another edition of WTR Sunday Night Live, 10 p.m. Eastern next Sunday. Stay tuned to the socials because we're going to have other content coming along your way. Probably about a video game that's due to release this week. So turn those notifications on because probably more content surrounding that live and recorded is coming. So you're not going to want to miss it. You said socials. I did. I'm on Twitter. You should follow me at Flamesforms just for everything. Cool. You know what? You should follow Brent. Uh, follow Brent as well at King Kittens. You, you, you can find me at King Kittens where I where I like to make comments about referees jumping into rings and holding ladders and the uselessness of such a such a move. Yeah, it's fun. It is. Yeah, and of course, our, our good buddy Casey will eventually return. But he will uh, be back. He will be back for our WrestleMania preview, which is a couple of weeks away. He'll be back on the twenty sixth. But if you miss Casey, he's at Kyle Driver on Instagram and, and Twitter, and check out his Redbubble, which is linked in the descriptions of those social media platforms. He also plays Fortnite with us too, so he's been around. He played with us Friday and Saturday on stream. So if you miss Casey, you can check out the VODs. He's been here, just not here. Just not here, here, but he'll be here in two weeks. He'll be here in two um, weeks for preview. As far as Redbubble goes, yeah, you check out uh, what I got going on Redbubble, too. Um, Steinsdesigns.redbubble.com. Just check it out. Do that thing. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com says Wild Talk Radio Network. It's WTR Sunday night on Facebook and the Twitters. Again, if you have Amazon Prime, hit the button. Subscribe. Support the channel. Use Curry Code Rockets. I can support my damn shop. Buy the Battle Pass, etc. etc. Hashtag F Partner. Where you say goodnight, Tim? That's it. That's all. We're done. We're out of here. Have yourselves a great week, everybody. I must confess, my life is a mess. And if there's a God up in heaven, does he hate me because I don't feel blessed? I stand my head from San Diego to New York. Soldiers to the street, we hold court. Welcome to the black sport, the killing pills of rap. Now, how will you react when leave your stains across the map? Cause the road that I'm on is too bumpy. And every time I see a hula, I can jump. Before I'm left laying on my back, staring at the clouds. Obey the dirt on my way to be my maker. This battle's catch the papers when I'm trying to make my paper. Ashes to ashes and back to dust. And before I go, ooh, believe I'm a bust. Wild Talk Radio.